What up? This is the Yahoo NFL Live Show. A little Monday night football, and we get our second look at the Los Angeles Rams in as many weeks. And I think they're hoping uh, Greg Ehrenberg, a little better performance they showed last week against Tennessee. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Pete, you and I, we did a, a whole bunch of baseball shows together. We did, I don't remember exactly which day of the week it was. It was Andrew Heaney week. Uh, every, every day of the week <laughs> we, right. we did it during baseball season. Andrew Heaney pitched. Uh, every single one of, of those slates, but it's been it's been a minute since we did a show together, so I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. And I am uh, as as YouTube chat saying I'm bricked up to be doing this show with you here, talking some uh, Yahoo single game contest. We've got the Rams playing. We've got Odell Beckham making his debut. So there's mm-hmm. you know there's some exciting stuff here. I, I wasn't sure whether to go with the bricked up like the chat room because I, I don't know that slang. That's beyond me. No, I don't know what I just said that I am. Yeah. I just, it, I'm bricked up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is that sexual innuendo? Is it something else? Am I, I thought it was like, maybe saying- they ate a lot of cheese yesterday. Uh, you know, there's a lot that could be going on there, but whatever it is, you know, let it out. Let's have some fun. Loosen up. We're getting ready. Monday night, like you mentioned, Odell Beckham Jr. in the mix here. Robert Woods out of the mix for the LA Rams. So a lot to figure out as we go along here and get in, uh, get involved in the chat. We'll echo whatever you put in there pretty much. And uh, we'll figure it out on the fly. What exactly you're trying to get at. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, keep up with all of our shows, DFS offers, giveaways. And once you do subscribe, hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows go live. Be sure to also check out today's free premium tools and data over at Osmo, which are Monday night football showdown, single game projections, NHL and NBA player rankings, and our college basketball DFS projections, which will be going behind the paywall tomorrow. So get on that tonight. Uh, Overarching thoughts on this game. The Rams are favored by three and a half. Over-under is over 50. It's not exactly a dynamic offense for San Francisco against a tough defense, but Vegas does expect the Niners to cross that 20-point threshold. Weather shouldn't be a factor. What kind of game script are you considering going into this game, Greg? Yeah, uh, so one thing also that I think we have to talk about from Yahoo perspectives, they do not have Odell Beckham Jr. in the player pool. Yes. So if you're looking for him somewhere, because that was something I kind of got tripped up for a second. I'm looking through, I'm like, where, where is Odell Beckham Jr.? And because I'm trying to figure out uh, what I want to do with him. And I think that he's the hardest piece of this game to know what to do with. Making his Rams debut, they just signed him a few days ago. The same day they signed him, Robert Woods ends up tearing his ACL. So then you start to think, you know, is Beckham going to play a big role? Is he going to play a minimized role? We don't have to worry about that on Yahoo. But if you're looking for him, uh, he's he's not currently to be found. As for the game script, I'm expecting the Rams to win. And uh, the 49ers haven't looked all that great as of late. There's been a lot of inconsistency, particularly with Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, we've got George Kittle back and healthy. That should help them a little bit. But overall, I think this should be a fairly comfortable win for uh, for the Rams. Looking at how these teams have performed this year, and I always like checking out Football Outsiders, DVOA. Uh, The one that really jumped out to me is that the San Francisco 49ers pass defense is ranked 25th in the NFL. And they haven't had a whole lot of like big passing yardage performances against them. But you think about what Colt McCoy was able to do. The Niners defense last week went for about 250 yards passing in that game. By reputation, the Niners, you know, they, they're thought of having a pretty good defense, but that really hasn't been the case when you look at it. Jared Goff went over 300 yards the first game of the year. And we know, look, this Rams defense, uh, this Rams offense, I should say, they want to pass the ball down your throat. They want Matthew Stafford airing it out. That, that's a little troublesome if you, you look at that matchup, and that holds true what the Niners defense has done this far. 
Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, if you look at Matthew Stafford, if, if you want to buy into some weird narrative, though, there has been this thing where wh whoever moves up the MVP odds list uh, just immediately sucks. That was Matthew Stafford last year. He was he he had a, a really poor game against the Tennessee Titans in a game that the Rams were favored pretty heavily after Derrick Henry got rolled out. Uh, and then and then you also have uh, this weekend, Tom Brady, then he becomes one of the favorites. He sucked against Washington. Yet Josh Allen last week, he was the fairly prohibitive betting favorite to an MVP. He sucked against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we'll see if Stafford looks better this week than he did last week. Ultimately, I do think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to help being in the offense. Um, you know, maybe once again, there's going to be a little bit of easing him into the, the mix this week and no Robert Woods. But uh, overall, I think Stafford's going to be fine this week. I missed the Manning cast last week. Were any of these guys on the show? I mean, that's the other narrative that we're running with here, right? They're like 0-6, I think, the, the week after. Uh, I wasn't even aware of that. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Josh Allen was on, then lost to the Jaguars. That's been a thing, <laughs> but I don't think any of these guys were on. Well, let's uh, let's start diving in position by position. We'll start with this Rams passing game. Um, you know, it seems like you want to get into Odell Beckham Jr. a little bit. I look, it is tough as a wide receiver to change offenses in the middle of the season, came in the middle of this week. It sounds like he's going to be active, might be returning some punts, according to a report earlier this week. I mean, that's not going to give you a whole lot of fantasy value here. And, and again, it, it doesn't matter so much here because Beckham's not on the board, but depending on what kind of role Beckham plays, that affects the value of, say, Van Jefferson, who I think a lot of people would be running to, maybe that he is in that Robert Woods spot, or Taylor, uh, Taylor Higby, the, the tight end, might end up sneaking a lot more receptions in this game, I think. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something that, once again, because I, I would think going forward, it's just all of the targets that went to Robert Woods, I think ultimately go to Odell Beckham Jr., but then the question becomes, and I want to see if there's been any kind of updates throughout the course of the day. Last I looked, there had not been in terms of what we're expecting from Odell Beckham. And all right, yeah, so it looks like he's going to uh, he's going to play today as expected. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be, at least in th it, it, the plan is to get him eased into the offense. So that seems like it means limited snaps to me. You know, on one hand, you just say maybe Cooper Cup just gets all of the targets, but Cooper Cup kind of already gets all <laughs> yeah. of the targets. So, you know, it's like if, if you're like, what, what is he going to get 20 targets today? I, I think that's probably unlikely. So, yeah, we'll say some of the some of the Robert Woods targets will go to Beckham, but probably a limited amount. If you look at our, our stats page, we will go to Beckham projected for an under 20 percent target share. So then you're looking at maybe a couple extra targets to Van Jefferson, a couple extra to Tyler Higby. So for sure, it creates a little bit of value in their price tags. And I think you could look at two guys from this weekend that are kind of in the same situation as Beckham, one different position. But Cam Newton, they had a package for him, like a little goal line package. He was effective in that role, was able to score a couple of touchdowns, ended up you know, wasn't available on DraftKings. But, um, you know, it, you can have a, a piece of the offense. Maybe that's what we have with Beckham. The other guy who threw out there is Deshaun Jackson last night. It's like, you know, just go run straight and try to pull some safeties with you. And he had that terrible, what, the, what was he, what happened on that play last night? <laughs> if, if I didn't know any better, I would think he did that on purpose. Cause oh he's just gosh. running that. It looked, it almost looked like he was trying to lateral the ball to a defender. Uh, you could see from another angle, the ball actually got knocked out, but yeah, in real time, it just looked like he turned around and threw the ball away. I wonder if Beckham gets a couple of carries tonight, you know, like Robert Woods used to do some of those end of rounds. You know, maybe that's an easy play to mix in, uh, but we'll see. And that's going to be a big, aspect of this if you had to pivot off of you know let's say Beckham and these extra targets are going to go somewhere Cup Jefferson Higby 
uh, who who values the most out of this? And you know, look, the the price on Yahoo for Cup already way up there at thirty seven bucks. Yeah, so I mean, all these guys to me are kind of no brainer plays. Cooper Cup on the high end, if you have the salary to pay up yeah. for him. Uh, if you look, if you look at the tools we have on the site, we have Cooper Cup as the top score in this game, thirty two point one percent of the time. That's the best odds of anybody, and by a pretty by a pretty wide margin. We have Matthew Stafford as the second most likely player to be a top scorer at twenty three point seven percent odds. So you're looking at Cooper Cup almost fifty percent more likely to be the highest scorer in the game than than Matthew Stafford. And then on the cheap end, just because these players aren't really priced as if Robert Woods was going to be out, Van Jefferson only at fifteen dollars, Tyler Higby at fourteen dollars. I think they're the two best value plays on mm-hmm. the slate. So with that in mind, I really do want to load up on this passing game. If you have the if you have the salary, I'd rather pay up for Cooper Cup than Matthew Stafford. And then uh, Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby, those are my two favorite plays, $15 and below. Now, on the other end of this, you have Jimmy Garoppolo going for the Niners. I hate playing Jimmy Garoppolo. You, <laughs> you don't feel like there's a lot of upside there. Uh, but, 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 right, uh, $21 is the price tag for a quarterback on Yahoo. And more often than not, both quarterbacks are in that optimal. So, I don't have any reason not to throw Jimmy Garoppolo in there. I imagine I'll be ahead of the field and have a better chance of getting Garoppolo in that optimal, some leverage there. Uh, he has been better of late. I mean, he's talking like the offense is figuring it out now, and they just got rocked by Arizona. But Garoppolo has gone over 300 yards each of the last two games, still only eight touchdowns. One of my fears is Trey Lance. You know, he's just he's sitting in the, the background, right? He could always get put in, but – it seems that the Niners, they really don't want to throw Lance in until he is ready. And I, I don't see, even if things are going poorly for Garoppolo tonight against one of the top defenses in the league in a primetime game, I don't think that's going to be the time that they go to Lance. Though I could see Lance maybe get some of those goal line snaps that we just haven't seen recently, but saw earlier in the year. I think it was uh, the Sunday night game against the Packers. We saw Lance had a little goal line package. He was able to vulture a touchdown from potentially Garoppolo. Yeah, and I think part of it, too, is they're just trying to protect his health because we've also seen Trey Lance get injured already this year, and I think that's something that weighs on them a little bit. But like you said, I mean, at least for a single game, it's kind of irrelevant. I know that people have, have liked to play backup quarterbacks. It's, it's won a couple of times in showdown slates this year. Have you ever thought about how annoying it would be for somebody who rosters a backup quarterback and you're like, hey, I'm rostering Trey Lance today? And then instead, like Matthew Stafford gets hurt and it's the backup quarterback for the Rams that lands in the optional lineup. You're like, it's you're just on the wrong backup quarterback. A oh lot of things need to go right for for that to work out. Dude, but, like Josh Johnson ends up in there. I mean, <laughs> how many darts are you throwing for that one to hit? Uh, yeah, I think it, I mean he was you know 0.1 percent everywhere <laughs> at, across all sites. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't that many people trying it, but it worked out for for one guy at least that day. Uh, as for Garoppolo, though, still, I mean, you look at you look at our simulations. We have him in the optimal lineup about seventy five percent of the time, and the reality is he's really cheap for a quarterback. He's twenty one dollars, and you look at the guys priced around him: Eli Mitchell, nineteen dollars; Daryl Henderson's more expensive at twenty five dollars; George Kittle's more expensive than at twenty four dollars. And we have better projection on Garoppolo than any of those guys. So just because he's a quarterback, does Garoppolo suck? Yeah, maybe. He's, he's certainly not my favorite quarterback in the league. But $21 is super cheap for a quarterback. Like, this it, is – yeah, yeah go ahead. I feel like he has the upside. But, you know, the, the floor matters a little bit too. And you're certainly getting a floor when you're throwing a quarterback in these spots. And, again, Yahoo is just so friendly to the quarterbacks that it, it, if you have more than 20 points scored on each side, as Vegas expects, you're almost certainly going to have – 
uh, two quarterbacks in there. You know, the exception was a game like last night where Carr didn't make it, but I think that had something to do with, you know, Tyree Kill's price and Travis Kelsey being in the mix and just, you know, there are so many higher priced players in that game than you see tonight. Yeah, and it is slate to slate, but also it's something, you know, that's built into our projections and we still sure. have a yeah. 75% chance for Jimmy Garoppolo to land the optimal lineup here. And $21 is a pretty good price for a quarterback. If you think Garoppolo, let's see, what is he, you know, let's say he goes out and he scores 16 fantasy points. Is it the best result in the world for a quarterback? No, but how often are we getting 16 fantasy points out of, you know, say like Eli Mitchell on average, or here are some of the mm-hmm. guys who are priced around him. You know, the Rams defense is $16. And, and also when you consider with Garoppolo, he's cheaper than Daryl Henderson and George Kittle. So, you know, how often are we getting 16, 18 fantasy points out of skill position player? Sometimes, but Kittle certainly doesn't average nearly that many fantasy points, even as being one of the best tight ends in the league over the last few years. Yeah. Hey, look, the tools don't lie. The, the projections don't lie. And you know, that's what we're looking at for Jimmy Garoppolo tonight. If you want access to some of those tools, projections are awesome. Plus NFL Express Weekly Pass is just three bucks, 95 cents, three ninety five cup of coffee. The best way to introduce yourself to Osmo Plus NFL uh, included is access to our NFL DFS player and ownership rankings, our expert Slack chat, and everything else we have to offer for showdown and single game contests, including player projections and ownership projections as well. New this year to the package is our season-long fantasy football coverage, which includes our strength of schedule tool, trade value tool, and fantasy streaming helper. Also included in new this year is projected ownership and optimal lineup probabilities for tiers contests on DraftKings. So now's the time. Try out the Osmo Plus NFL for our most expansive express weekly pass ever, head on over to the Osmo Plus join page and pick your pass up $3.95. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. How about the Niners receiving options here? You mentioned George Kittle. He's been on some limited snap counts of late, uh, $24. Debo Samuel, there's a guy with a very high ceiling. The Osmo projections love Samuel, though maybe a little harder to get into the lineup tonight, being that he is $28 on Yahoo. What jumps out at you here for the Niners? Yeah, I think with so with Debo Samuel, if you have the style to pay for him, by all means. But Matthew Stafford's a higher priority play for me at thirty-four dollars. Cooper Cup's a higher priority play for me at thirty-seven dollars. And ultimately, I'm not really sure how often I'm going to be able to get to Debo Samuel. Now, with that in mind, I would rather play Debo Samuel at twenty-eight dollars than George Kittle at twenty-four dollars. We have Debo Samuel nearly double the odds of landing the optimal lineup and he has a much higher projection. I think he's, he's well worth the four extra dollars, but once again, it just kind of becomes salary constraints and how much we really want to be building lineups around this 49ers offense and Jimmy Garoppolo going up against that Rams defense. So to me, I look at Debo Samuel, definitely a secondary play. There's very rare that somebody's a total fade for a one game slate. Also, I'll just put Debo Samuel in the, in the, the kind of, if you get to him, fine. If you have the ability to pay up for him, I'd rather get to him than than George Kittle, like I said, but not something I'm going to force into lineups. One of the things that makes the Rams' defense unique is Jalen Ramsey. They have a shutdown corner. We kind of saw it yesterday where uh, Marcus Lattimore was able to keep A.J. Brown to what, one, two catches, something like that. Um, yeah, I talked to Matt Kajeski about this in the, the Live Before Lock show. He said, look, the, the projections, they account for this kind of thing. And the projections seem to say that Jalen Ramsey's going to be spending a lot of time on Brandon Ayuk tonight. Well, I don't know what says that. I think it, I think it just – it's also it's, – it's really hard to consider cornerback matchups for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. Number one is that we see oftentimes good wide receivers beat good cornerbacks anyway. Number two, 
a lot of times cornerbacks don't end up shadowing players and or or there's a player goes in motion and then somebody else ends up covering them. So it's something that I don't think in the long run really impacts fantasy produ- production maybe as, as much as a lot of people do think. As for a low produ- pro- uh, projection on Brandon Ayuk, uh, he just hasn't been particularly good this year, especially not uh, what, what some people had hoped he was going to be in uh, fantasy drafts this year. Like he was somebody who was getting picked fairly high in best ball and yearly leagues. And you look at Brandon Ayuk's numbers this year, he has a total of 230 receiving yards. He's only caught 19 passes the entire season. Now, I think a lot of people might look at last week and say, hey, look, Brandon Ayuk last week, six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. That was his best game of the season. So there's a couple of ways to look at this. Do we think this is a breakout game for Brandon Ayuk and we're just going to ignore what happened the rest of the season? Or are we looking at it as... Garbage it's just, time? It's, as it's just one individual game that he played decently. And that's more what I tend to think. It's somebody who has played, how many games he played now? Seven games we've seen out of Brandon Ayuk, seven or eight games. And he's had one good fantasy game. Just because that one good fantasy game was last week, I'm not going to go chase it. So Brandon Ayuk at $15. I'd rather get to the guys from the Rams in that price range. I'd rather, mm-hmm. play, Rand, I'd rather play Van Jefferson at $15 and Tyler Higby at $14 than Ayuk at 15 yeah, those two, uh, much better odds of being in that optimal lineup and getting you there for uh, the same price as you. If you start looking beyond, you know, some of the minimum price receivers, maybe on both teams here, because it's not a whole lot for the Niners. You know, you have a couple of backup tight ends that have scored touchdowns this year. Uh, I suppose, um, probably going to butcher his name, but, but Ben Skarnick of the, uh, the Rams, I know he's questionable for tonight. Uh, maybe he's a receiver that gets in the mix a little bit. Um, but, I, you know, again, Higby, Jefferson aren't that expensive. So maybe you don't have to go dumpster diving too much tonight. Yeah, not really. Because like I said, when we're talking about it, and you brought it up there, we got Van Jefferson is $15. Tyler Higby is $14. So I don't know if there's anybody that I'm looking like. Sony Michelle at $12. Brandon Ayuk, $15. You know, then we've got some, you know, really weird names towards the bottom of the pricing tier here. But I don't think that there's a need to really prioritize anybody priced below Tyler Higby at $14. That's that's as low as I'm looking to go for a player that I want to get into a considerable portion of lineups. And uh, we've partnered here at Osmo with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season. We've got some great offers for you. You can check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Now, to qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit play that's it bada bing bada boom yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest and we'll reach out via email with your coupon if you need immediate access email support at osmo.com we'll get you all set up you can also claim a free ten dollars below which could be used to enter any yahoo contest including tonight's one hundred thousand dollar monday night football baller make sure to use our dfs tools and projections designed specifically for yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big uh, 49ers running backs, I think, are kind of interesting. Uh, Eli Mitchell has been the clear guy. He's $19, you know, three touchdowns this year, 469 rushing yards. Caught some passes last week, which is good. He really hadn't been a factor in the passing game. But the wrinkle this time around is Jermichael Hasty is out, the backup running back. And now Jeff Wilson Jr. is healthy. Didn't see any snaps last week. But Kyle Shanahan was kind of like, well, Mitchell's the starter. He's earned that. But it sounds like Jeff Wilson's going to be able to maybe take some third down opportunities. Um, And I guess if Mitchell struggles a little bit early, maybe they do go to Wilson a little bit. This has been a productive running back in the past. It's just a shitty game script for him. I mean, both, both you and I are in agreement that we think that the, the Rams are more likely to win this game than the 49ers. 
And then you start to worry about Eli Mitchell. Is is he potentially going to get phased out of the game a little bit in the later portions if this is a game where the 49ers are trailing? Because uh, bringing up bring up Mitchell's game log right now. Uh, last so last week he was targeted. <clears throat> last week he was targeted five times. The games before that zero targets, zero targets, yeah. two targets, two targets, zero Not targets. So I just kind of consider that, and I think there's a fairly high likelihood that he gets scripted out of this game if the Rams win. That, that's concerning to me when, when we're just looking at, at the overall spread for this game. The, the Niners, they just can't get away from that, though. That's what they, they do well is run the ball. This is one advantage that they, they really have on this Rams defense. So it, it, it's tough to get away from Mitchell because you're trying to figure out how else they're going to score points. And I guess you know, maybe I'm just looking at last week and hoping, hey, Mitchell could be a factor in the pass game even if they do fall behind. Uh, but that is certainly something to watch. Kyle Juszczyk, I mean, he ended up in the optimal lineup on Yahoo that Sunday night game against the Packers, scored a late touchdown, but typically not someone that you have to uh, factor in too much. Rams run a game. Uh, Daryl Henderson, I look, maybe he's playable generally. That's a pretty high price tag, $25 tonight for a team that isn't all that interested in pounding the rock. No, so with uh, with Daryl Henderson at $25, he's he's certainly in play, but I put him in the same boat as somebody like George Kittle, and we have a really similar projection for the – by the way, I don't know what is stuck in my throat right now, but I could barely do what breathe. you gotta do. I'll talk, I was, baby. It, dude, it's 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 the worst thing ever. I don't know if there's uh like I was doing some I was doing some cleaning with my dad at my house before this, and I don't know if there was something that I, I swallowed or whatever, but I'm getting through this. I'm like, I had a, there's something in there that will not come out. I tried to I put uh, the um uh the cough button on, tried coughing before, it's still stuck there, Man. but we've got a We've got nine minutes to tough it out. This is the you're flu not game supposed for me. to drink the cleaning stuff, you know, like bring a Gatorade, what? do what you got to do. Yeah, what? I know it's surprising. Now I'm questioning all of your your picks here. Nah, that's 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 incorrect. You're supposed you're supposed to drink that. Mm. Okay, let's get it out. Get it all out. Just major coughs. Yes, as much as possible. Just push, push, Greg, push it out. This is uh, eight minutes, eight minutes. We've got the, uh, the game winding down. This is, this is the crunch time. This is where everything, uh, this, is, this is money time. This is, where, uh, this is where wins are made. This feels uh, like so, the Falcons looking at the clock a few Super Bowls ago. That's, that's what this is reminding me of right now. Yeah, I could only, this must, look at the this clock. must look be. Look at the clock. <laughs> uh, it's, it, uh, by the way, which is absolutely what I've been doing the last few minutes. But yeah, the, um, anyway, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, go ahead. 20, $25 for him. Um, <clears throat> Maybe it's Daryl Henderson, man. He doesn't like what you got to say about him, and he. I is guess is is, is this there. a curse? Is it a cur- Is it a curse on me? <laughs> this, Henderson this wants is... you to recommend he play, and he will free your voice. The frog will disappear. I I don't think <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. All right, Daryl Henderson, twenty five dollars. Here we go. We're pushing through this. He's he's a mediocre play in terms of odds land in the optimal lineup. We have him right around forty percent right now, mm-hmm. and. It's, I think it, it just compared to the guys around him, if I have that kind of salary, I'd rather get to Debo Samuel at $28, but it's just not a priority play for me, especially when you consider the high end. We've got Cooper Cup, $37, Matthew Stafford, $34. We have a really similar projection on Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby. So it's a, like you said, a little bit too expensive a price tag on Daryl Henderson, but it's, it's not anything unplayable. How about uh, the defenses here? You got the Rams checking in at $16. It is a defense that can make some things happen. You got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, sacks, uh, interceptions, that kind of thing. The 49ers, I mean, you can say they're cheap. They're 10 bucks. The Titans were cheap last week, ended up in the optimal uh, when they went head-to-head with the Rams. I don't 
necessarily foresee the same kind of result there, but whenever the defense is $10, it's uh, it at least makes you have to consider them, I think. So, you know what's funny? Do you know why they landed in the optimal lineup that game? It was because the game was so one-sided and you had to play. Well, actually, it wasn't that the game was so one-sided. It was that there was so little fantasy production in the game mm-hmm. that just being able to get a defense in there for min price that scored you know, a handful of fantasy points, that ended up being enough to be in the optimal lineup. I don't expect that to happen in this game, though, especially because there are so many players that are viable that are cheaply priced. Like for, for the 49ers defense land in the optimal lineup, we'd have to be getting almost nothing out of guys like Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson. You know, maybe I, I'll play devil's advocate to my point a little bit. Maybe, maybe Odell Beckham Jr. scores the fantasy points and he's not in the player pool on Yahoo. Maybe then is where you need just a few fantasy points out of the 49ers. But in general, I think we're more, much more likely to get a decent fantasy performance out of Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. We only have the 49ers with a 6% chance land in the optimal lineup, so it's not something that I'm really considering. Even with the price tag, they're out. Uh, remember, odds shoppers changing the way you approach sports betting. Shopping to find the best line available, always important, but odd shopper allows you to find the best bet in 30 seconds or less. Uh, it also gives you the projections from Osmo, so you can see right away if it's a good bet, get your return on investment, the whole nine yards. Uh, odds shopper now has... Uh, that for NFL and NBA player props, which are derived straight from Osmo's projections. So you can now find the best edges betting player props. 100% free, no sign-up required. No reason not to at least give it a look. So check out oddshopper.com and start making better bets today. How about the superstar spot? Because so often, I feel like on Yahoo especially, it's pretty cut and dry. Who should be put in that spot? Maybe it's a, a dominant running back on the favored team. Uh, very often, it's a quarterback. I try to stay away from the receivers on Yahoo because, you know, let's say you're playing on another site, they're more valuable there, but Cooper cup is kind of the exception to a lot of rules. There's always a couple of those players around. He is certainly one. Yeah. He's been the absolute fantasy MVP this year. If you look at any kind of sports book, you look at the odds to an offensive player of the year. Uh, Derrick Henry was a prohibitive favorite to win the award, but now that Derrick Henry's out for the year, Cooper Cup's like even odds to an offensive player, which kind of has essentially become the fantasy player of the year type award that the media votes on. But then you look at the numbers, and we talked about this a little bit at the top when it comes to Matthew Stafford, but the odds of Cooper Cup being the top scoring player in this game, it's 32.1%. So one out of three times this game plays out, we're projecting Cooper Cup to be the highest scoring player. And there's only two other players with odds over 10%. That is Matthew Stafford and Debo Samuel. And once again, Cooper Cup's about 50% more likely to be the highest scorer than is Matthew Stafford. So I, I think that I'm on the same page with you in terms of, at least for the way Yahoo scoring works, where there's no kind of change in salary for the guy you're putting in a superstar spot. A lot of times it is a running back or a quarterback we're going with here, but Cooper Cup is kind of an exception to the rule. So uh, at least per our numbers, he's by far the most likely to be the top scoring player. He's going to be fairly popular as well, though. Yeah, hey, uh, well, no doubt about that. And it remains to be seen just how many targets he ends up seeing, right? Everyone's considering, oh, Van Jefferson or Higby or who's going to be the guy, Odell Beckham, what kind of role is he going to play with Robert Woods out? And yeah, it could all just end up going to Cooper Cup anyway, as uh, Matthew Stafford has done uh, quite a bit over the the course of this season. So uh, Cooper Cup certainly up there. You know, what's a path that like Debo Samuel ends up being the the superstar? I mean, that's one if you want to get cute, uh, you could certainly go off the board a little bit, bypass Jimmy Garoppolo in that top spot. Uh, but um, I mean, I get you're looking for multiple touchdowns, probably a Debo Samuel to get him up there. 
I mean, he has the best odds for us of anybody on the 49ers land in the odds lineup at, uh, to be the top score at 13.8%. So it's not super likely, but it is possible. More than likely, it's going to be either Cooper Cup or Matthew Stafford. If I had to roster a 49ers guy, I guess it would be Debo Samuel, especially because of the expected game script we have here, where you and I both think the 49ers are going to have to throw the football. Who are they going to throw the ball to? Most likely Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Debo Samuel has really established himself as the number one pass catcher on this team. Uh, so low percentage play, if you're somebody who's playing, you know, 10 to 20 lineups, I think you want to have Debo Samuel in the, in the superstar spot in one or two of them, but, but not a super high probability play. All right. You made it, bud. You made it. Yeah, we, we made it. We made it through. I don't know what happened, but you clicked. You oh, I've, I've, Here we go I, back I to Daryl of... Henderson. I kind of want to test this theory that there, there's some uh, kind no, of spirit don't do this him. to me. Okay, Daryl. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just read off some numbers here. Daryl Henderson. Here's I'll just give out everything we have in our single game in our single game thing and see if I can make it through. Daryl Henderson, twenty five dollars. We win with a five point one percent chance to be the top scoring player. He's got a thirty one percent chance to land the optimal lineup in the utility spot. Uh, and there we go. It's not the curse of Daryl Henderson. Well, it's, you're uh, saying you know you're saying neutral things. I feel like uh, you, know, you start true. saying don't play him. That's where we get into trouble. But we can we'll just assume that's the case. We won't put that to the test. But that's that's my theory as to. Uh, what happened there look well we appreciate all you guys getting involved in the chat uh this has been the yahoo nfl live show pete mccarthy greg Aaronberg. this is just the uh, the tip of the iceberg of what is to come on the awesome dfs channel nba deeper dive pre-show begins at 4 15 eastern time and then back to the nfl with showdown the nfl showdown live before lock at 7 15 eastern good talk to you again greg i'm pete mccarthy you guys take care get that water <laughs>